Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome into another episode of the Podcastianos. I'm Jordan Hall. I'm joined, as always, by a man who's had the barbecue going for at least the last two weeks. It's Eric Wayne. Eric, are you enjoying this festive time? Uh, sorry, who who is this? Th- this is you. Who, who's no? Who who's calling me? I've, I've it's been so long, Hall. I'm I'm unfamiliar with. What's the deal? Are we just lazy? We're not we're not making podcasts anymore. Well, th- what have th- you been doing? Well, I mean, obviously, you, you sprung on me last second that we were not going two weeks ago. And then last week, um, <laughs> that was me, yeah. it was it was a, a slow pitch softball um, prob- scheduling problem. I, I had a game the night that we would normally record. So that was right out also. So we're not we're not afraid of talking about losing baseball. No, I mean, if we were afraid of that, I don't know that we would have came back for season three. <laughs> Let's be honest. We did cut. We, we ducked a big losing streak. But uh, like you started the intro, back to more important things: food, <laughs> barbecuing. Right? What you? What are you? What are you thinking about for this holiday? You oh. thinking food? Yeah. I'll, I'll, well, the, here's the thing. I'm curious. Like, see where I live. We're we're like inundated with people for this this time of year. Like, is the is like Fourth of July a big deal down where you live? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. I, I I have no frame of reference other than Traverse City, Michigan. Um, but yeah, they I mean, do it up right there because everybody's you know everyone's there here to festive celebrate festivate. Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do the fireworks. <laughs> um, hot dogs obviously are my my big thing. Um, Hot dogs and burgers. It's because it's a child's food. Yeah, don't don't put it don't put a steak on the grill for me. Nobody wants that crap. It'll be wasted money. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. So I have to I before we get into all of the various tigers and whatnot, I have to I have to say, this is this is a story I picked out specifically for you. And by that I mean I experienced it specifically for you. Um so yeah. Whitney and I were downtown Friday night. We're kind of strolling, you know, along along Front Street, um, kind of enjoying like the last little bits of pre-Cherry Festival Traverse City. Because once the Cherry Festival starts, it's a different town. Like there's there's no getting around it. So yeah. directly in front of us are two like you know, American flag bro tank, straight up bros. Like, you, you know yep. the type. In a couple front, chads. <laughs> in front of them 
is your prototypical border dude. You know, he's he's got his skateboard. I don't think you're actually supposed to dr- ride your skateboard downtown, right. but he's obviously a rebel. He doesn't care for, for the rules. Um, sure. Now, for those of you who don't know me very much, these two specific groups of people are among my absolute most favorite groups of people to make cracks about. The bros and the skateboarders. So Whitney and I are talking, you know, back and forth, and then it starts to kick off. The bros start chirping the skateboarder like, oh, oh no. Ollie for us, but you can't even kickflip. And the skateboarder is like, you talking trash, bruh? You want to you wanna go, bruh? Like, you know, as they would say. So here we have some two- fake California yeah, accent. Exactly. Yeah. So here we have the two type of people that I'm, I'm most fond of making fun of. And I'm trying to, like, mentally go through in my mind, like, who am I rooting, Who am I rooting for yeah. here? Well, what side are you going to back up when there becomes comes to fisticuffs? Yeah, like you know, who's back do you got? It's kind of like your classic, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend thing. Like I tried to work that out. It just it's circular. I it didn't end up coming to blows. Skateboarder, you know, boarded off into the sunset. One of these with his hair, and but <laughs> it was for downtown Traverse City. It was actually quite quite an experience. But. Hey, that's a solid date night right there. It's <laughs> the most um, entertainment you're going to see in Traverse City with the bros. Yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, so we, we were downtown on Sunday, too, and I, my goal was to count all of the American flag bro tees. I got to four and then kind of uh, lost, lost count slash lost interest. There's a lot of them because that is what people wear in Traverse City. Yeah, and um, American flag, like board shorts and yeah, stuff okay. like that. Obviously. Um, yeah. so anyway, that brings us to this week's leadoff question. Uh, who from the Tigers team uh, is running the grill at this year's Team 4th of July barbecue? That's a good question. I don't know. I, I feel like in a weird way, Leonis Martin is kind of the not leader, almost the mascot of the clubhouse. Like he's the guy, garden hire. Whenever they talk to him, he's always chirping about Martine because he's got this high pitched voice and he's, you know, it's got the accent and he's always running, running his mouth. So if he's not running the grill, he's at least running his mouth and making the party happen. So Martine is kind of my answer. That's that's a very good answer. Garden hire obviously is is the the obvious choice, but that's that's not where I was going to go. Um, I thought through some of the some of the various options. Um, Jose Iglesias is probably taking selfies in front of the grill, maybe with like a, a white button down shirt on. Yeah, he he can't be at the grill. It'll spatter too much on his white clothes. Yeah, obviously. Um, I'm assuming Joe is probably just going to, like, retweet other people tweeting about how much of a grill master Joe is. Um, so, But I, I don't think it's Joe either. Um, I think I think probably Michael Fulmer, maybe Buck, um, one, one of the guys with the beards. I feel like you need sure. somebody with a beard, yep. you know, with the tongs in their hands. Beard and ample cargo shorts. You really got to have the big pocket cargo shorts and and some sandals if you're gonna. Yeah, I'm grow. not sure. I'm not sure Buck is wearing cargo shorts, but I'm I'm pretty sure Falmer's a car- cargo shorts type of dude. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show on Twitter, you can uh, at Jordan Hall twenty three. That's me at Comeric Eric. <laughs> that's Eric, and the show that's is me. at Podcastianos. Uh, on Instagram, I am at Jordino four. Eric is at Comeric Eric. Uh, the, the email address, if you want to get in touch with the show uh, for a question via that and not by Twitter, is 
podcastianos at gmail.com. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. To be 100% honest, and the show is all about transparency, I did not check since two weeks ago whether we have any new reviews. So you'll have to forgive me. That's very honest. We're accountable to the people. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Janos. Uh, so, Eric, the last time we recorded an episode was June 10th. Since then, care to, care to take a guess what our record's been? We have played 18 games, not including today, because I, I did this before, before it became final today. Okay, so we lost 11 in a row in the 18 games, so a couple more losses in there. So we have to be uh 13, 14 and 4 um i'm assuming you mean that opposite 4 yeah, and 14 exactly. um no four six, 6 and 12 people forget this okay. but we were actually streaking before this long we this long losing streak we won right, 5 we in were. a row before we were, um the 11 game we were streak. one game from what we we were close to a milestone what was it we were close it, to first place or 500 I was or thinking it was 500 something. but I, I don't remember a couple, it was a couple games out of first or something like yeah, that. Like it was crazy good. And then we've died it, a lot it, of deaths since then. It became very bad in a hurry. Yeah. What a, what a time to be a Tigers fan. Oh, exactly. Um, what, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So on June 17 was the last win before the streak. And we were 36 and 37. Yeah. So we were one game away from being 500. We are less close to 500 than we were at that point we are currently 37 and 48 which let's be actually we won today so 30 38 and 48 that that is far more reflective um but what is your i feel i I have this phrase what is your level of care um but i feel like that's a how 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 much how excitement are what's your excitement level at this point i guess well before this before the big losing streak i was I w- it piqued my interest. It piqued my interest. Do, have you ever seen the Vince McMahon gif or gif, whatever you want to call it, when he has like the building excitement? I'm like the first couple frames of the Vince McMahon gif where huh, he kind of picks his head up and looks around, you know, that that's where I like the first couple frames. No, no more. I'm not tipping my chair back and saying, whoa, but that's that's where my excitement yeah, that, that feels fair. Like. This is kind of more what I was expecting to watch over the course of the season. All the things that I told you guys to enjoy in spring training, I'm happy to remind myself, oh, yeah, let's look for player development. Let's look for, you know, good pitch sequencing, stuff that, you know, you can look at and not get super bummed about as opposed to thinking, oh, man, it's been like two weeks since we've won a game. How about this? How do you think the Tigers brass is responding to the losing streak? Yes, losses suck. But does this now make it far more easy and comfortable to say, oh, yeah, we're going to be sellers for sure. We're not holding on to any of these guys. We we are in rebuild mode. You know, doesn't that just make that all kind of simpler? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that there really was a question before. No, I mean, we, were, we were semi close to the Indians, but we're still under 500. Like it's, you know, clearly it would have been more difficult to sell the fan base on that. Not that. They should need any coaxing, but um, yeah, it's it's done. Like we are a bad baseball team that right. needs to sell all of the loose parts. Um, and honestly, I think there's going to be more than one person in that uh, organization that thinks, "Oh, good, 
we're not going to have like the 18th pick or no, the, like the 12th pick in the draft. Like we're going to be worse than that. We are going to move up right. in each of these rounds. Like I have a very hard time rooting for losses, but there's a lot of people out yeah. there that are full team tank. Um, I don't necessarily think Seems we need to a top, you know, three pick, but if we were in the top 10, that would greatly improve our odds of getting, you know, somebody that can, you know, restock the system with. Right. But I don't know. It is what it is. This, I this think is who we the, are. The Tigers brass and management probably is not worrying every day about win, the win or the loss. The, the, you may have heard the stories, but the, there, there's bigger things maybe on upper management's mind these days. Than... Why don't we get into that? Um, yeah. You know, clearly we have to start uh, with the big story of the week. That, of course, was the termination of the contract of pitching coach Chris Basio for um, what has been referred to as an insensitive comment. Now, pretty much anything that could possibly have been said about it has already been said. Um, I feel like you had something you wanted to get into when we were discussing this pre. Uh, is there a particular direction no. you wanted to go? Well, I, I think it's a battle of credibility a little bit. There was this back and forth. The team issued a statement, said inappropriate comment, we're firing him. Okay, there was some questions about what it was. It kind of came out that it was something racially related. It wasn't, uh, you know, any of these other things. It was, it was kind of race related. But then Basio does an interview with Nightingale with the USA Today. Which can I can I pause you real quick? I obviously did. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. I think it's really <laughs> interesting that that interview was done with a national guy and not one of the local guys who's seen him day in and day out. Like if he'd have done yeah, that with with yeah. Beck and with uh, with or Fennec, some, somebody like that who kind of more knows. Obviously, you know he's been around a long time. I'm sure some people know him a little bit, but nobody. Uh, he didn't pick somebody who kind of knows his character and his demeanor and stuff like that. I think, that's an interesting I think that and good tells point. you a little bit. Anyway, carry on. So Nightingale relays his story and Basio said, oh, no, I wasn't even referring to this player because the term monkey was used, which if it's if that's said in re in, in relation to race. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You cannot do that. And he comes up. I shouldn't say I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm showing my hand here. He states that, oh, no, I was talking about Daniel Stump, and I, we call him a spider monkey because he's so elusive or whatever. No, it's he is a thin little white dude who makes weird faces when he works out. I believe that was the, the explanation, <laughs> which, OK, so there's a lot of thin little white dudes on the Tigers. I would not include <laughs> Daniel Stump in that group. And that's where he lost me. Yeah. And so he he says this and right off the bat, I'm like, that's something you would come up with if you're trying to cover your butt a little bit. Like if somebody heard you say monkey. OK, and now I need to come up with something that is a plausible explanation. And of course, uh, you know, inevitably the reporters ask Daniel Stump, is this a thing? And Daniel says, this is not a thing. I don't know what you're talking about. And the Tigers are trying to take the road where they're not just coming out and blasting a guy. But there was some unnamed sources who said, nah, it was more than that. So I don't blindly trust Upper Tigers management, but I have a hard time 
thinking that this is the story. Uh, this is what what happened with Bazio. There's more to it. And I'm, you, you start to learn maybe a little bit more of Bazio's character as some of this trickles out. And maybe as good of a pitching coach as my, he might have been, his interpersonal skills might have been crude. Yeah, it sounds like um, he was let go, or not let go, but his contract was not renewed after the Cubs won a World Series. Typically, when you win a World Series, you think that your guys did a good job and you want to continue to have them do a good job. The Cubs thought, nah, we're good. Um, Yes, that in... We have no inside information. That's absolutely We're just going with what the media says. And to me, Basio's account does not carry for the freight for me no i think i i feel like not enough has been made obviously we don't know all the facts that come out but say the accusations which in the ken rosenthal story he cited four well he didn't cite them because obviously they were on anonymity but he had four sources like that yeah. is a substantial uh citation yeah. right there yeah say yeah. that story is correct not enough has been made that Al Avila made the correct move, bam, right now, didn't take a second thought. Like, we live in a world where people are, um, you know, not they're af- not afraid, but they're hesitant to make a big stir-the-pot move, especially when that guy seems to be doing a good job at his right. job. Al Avila didn't, didn't care. He just said, boom, he's out. And I think right. that's something that should be applauded. The only th- – go ahead. Now, there were a couple voices online – I saw especially who are like, oh, this is political correctness run amok. And I'm not doubting that there can be circumstances where that that does happen. But I don't think this was one yes, of them. This is not the hill that that specific argument wants to die on. I don't yeah, think. I, I think there was enough there where it was. We cannot have this. The one thing that makes me uh, question this a little bit um, and I, it's been rumblings as opposed to actual reports. There's been, you know, he's kind of talking about possibly filing a uh, wrongful mm-hmm. termination suit. If that happens, I start to wonder because if if they go to trial and what he actually <laughs> said comes out, he's never coaching again. Like nobody's going to take that on if he's in like if he's actually guilty. Now, obviously, there was the, you know, Peyton Manning had a I think it was like a libel or a slander case. I can't remember. I can never remember which is which that he was like, you know, when his wife was accused of the HGH and he he was like, I'm going to I'm going to take these people to court. Yeah. Homeboy never actually did. Yeah. And if that's the same case with Basio, I feel like we can draw a lot from that. I'm going to withhold judgment uh, on the situation, though, if he is willing to have a day in court. That's a lot of posturing I and highly doubt it bloviating. Happens. I would be stunned if any of this happens. And those liable cases and stuff like that, they are so hard to How do you how do you prove something? Prove. Yeah. Absolutely. He's not there's nothing happening with him and he may have a tough time finding another job. And if he said that he should have a hard time like Sure. Absolutely. I mean, all right, we enough time on a racist. We, 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 we spent enough right. time. Let's move on to somebody who's really good at playing baseball. And that is our buddy, our namesake, uh, Nicholas Castellanos. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Nick is, is a pretty good baseball player. Right. I was, I was seeing um, some sister statistics. I think it was his brother, Ryan. Having his having his brother's back, he 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 retweeted this and and over the last like 162 games, like a full, 
if you were to extrapolate the latest full season. Yeah, of course. He was Nick was in the top six of offensive production. Yeah. So I, I did some some research myself. Um, this is just in the last calendar year. That's how I framed it. OK, three, three, oh, three with 30 homers um, and 82 extra base hits, which for a frame of reference in 2017, Jose Abreu totaled 82 extra base hits and ranked fifth in baseball. That is a significant total. Um, he has a point two thirty two ISO and one hundred and thirty two uh, excuse me weighted runs created plus, which would both be top thirty numbers in two thousand seventeen. And so this is kind of how I look at it. Like if he is a top thirty player, there are thirty teams in baseball. That means he is best player on a team caliber. Like, he's kind of towards the bottom of that list, but he is, like, player one on a team. For sure. And I feel like we are not like why don't we appreciate him we we look at him and we're like oh it's it's nick like has he been around too long is that is that yeah. the defense what's the problem well it, the defense does seem to tarnish what people see and because they still wring their hands about the defense but and i mean we've seen we've he's grown up and matured and we've watched that and so we're kind of used to less good nick and now that we have more good nick our brains are just thinking and looking for less good Nick. I guess that's true. The dude is good. Yeah. And we're going to have a contract decision on him sooner as opposed to later. And there is a growing groundswell. Uh, and I am on this train for extending Nick Castellanos. Now, there's some there's some trickiness here because the last free agent market was sluggish. Mm-hmm. So if you are the from the club's posture position here, um, and we I don't always want to take that position because I think players can and should make as much money as they can. Yes. But if you're in the club's position, you want to think about the last free – you want to sell the player what happened in the last free agent season and say, hey, look at what happened. You may die on the vine a little bit. If you go into free agency, let's, ex- let's do an extension. We'll buy out your last um, – arbitration years and let, let's sign you up if i'm alavila i'm thinking about this yeah you don't because... want him to see bryce harper's deal and carlo or in, uh, manny machado's deal i feel like that right. only lets his only takes his value north yeah and that's not right. what we want to see and um it, there's this there's some thought that oh we need to sell every player that's not pinned down then you're not rebuilding you're recycling and i don't want to recycle i want to rebuild i feel like that's how you get into that long-term rebuild like you're gonna have a 10-year rebuild if every time somebody comes up you know for free agency you're booting them and castellanos has been a team guy we drafted him he's come up he has some connections with detroit i think we kind of talked about this if you're going to splash a little bit of money to keep a guy who has some good productivity left, I think you should extend Castellanos. Yeah, absolutely. And I think part of the problem is is his de- his development has been so gradual. Like He's been up for a long time, and it's it has been kind of your steady, you know, on a graph incline. Like, he has gotten a little bit better every year for a long time now. And yep. I'd be very curious to know. 
So say we never saw Nick at third base be wretched defensively. If we only ever saw him as right field defensive Nick, whether we would think, oh, he's just a really good hitter who's not very good in the field as opposed to he's a really bad defender. Like, I feel like we carry some of that third base baggage out there. Like, he's not good by any stretch, but he's not the worst right fielder in baseball. We live with Maglio out there. He's I was going to say he's Maglio-esque. Exactly. He he's very Magliesque as a defender in right field. That's fine. Uh, we take Maglio again. Yeah, absolutely. Now that you say it, there is a lot of lot of parallels with with Mags. I think it could be. Spe- speaking of Nick, um, I tweeted this out. But did you watch the uh, Argentina? Who are they playing? Um... Argentina played. They played France. Uh, Was that the game? France? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, Sergio Aguero came on and he had his shirt. I don't know if it was ripped or cut or unbuttoned down to like between his <laughs> nipples. I'm like him and yeah, Nick, they're, they're going to be hanging out in, in the off season. I like how we're totally disrespecting the Nicholas. I can't call him Nicholas. It is absurd. His, like when his brother <laughs> even said, wait, we call him Nicholas? Like <laughs> it, it's just it's a purely a branding move, which we already Listen, own the brand. So why Nicholas, even bother, Nick? Nicholas and Castellanos are both lengthy. Yes, it's either Nick or Cast. No, it's just Nick is fine. Yeah, that's Sorry, that's what makes a good like aesthetically pleasing name is one short and one long. Like that, that's just how really? it has to be. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I would obviously Pretty like Jordan is relatively long. Hall is short. Oh. That's. Yeah. Beautiful. It, it, it's it's poetry. It's lyrical. Lyrical it, even. It really is. So anyway, let's extend Nick. Like, I don't know. I, I'm completely on the sandbag, sand, same bandwagon as you are. He's a home homegrown guy. We draft him. We develop him. We screwed up his development with, you know, moving all, all different places. Like, this is the kind of guy that you extend. And there's something special about, you know, we don't we don't have many of those guys. We haven't in a long time. We We should enjoy it. Uh, yep. Let's move on to some someone that has been uh, less good, and that would be Victor Martinez. Um, I have in my notes been excruciatingly bad. Uh, <laughs> that feels feels right. Uh, it, it's not been good. Um, so, he, he, not only has he not hit well or played particularly good. They've kept him relatively high in the lineup. I mean, he's batting fourth or fifth almost every night. He's been in 76 games. I mean, so he's played as much as anybody. He uh, he's showing a lot of wear and tear. I mean, that is a very nice way of putting that. When he, when he gets up for his third at bat, Victor Reyes is like, oh, pops his head up. <laughs> Here I go. It's my turn. And then he and then he sits back down probably. And the, let me tell you something else about Victor Martinez. He, the shift. Old age is killing Victor Martinez and his knees are. But the shift is destroying Victor Martinez. I don't know what his career would be like if they shifted on him earlier. But he is hitting it to short right field habitually. Yeah. And I feel like that was always the thing that I loved so much about Victor was that hit tool was just so high. And maybe that was because they weren't shifting. Like somebody as perceivedly skilled with the bat as Victor was throughout his career should be able to beat that shift. You know what I mean? Like, I think we ha- we got an inflate- inflated sense of bat handling ability from him because the shift wasn't there. Sin- like, I mean, a good bat handler would be able to beat that shift. Take the ball to the left side. Like, 
he can't do it. I, and, you know, maybe that is just diminishing bat speed. Maybe that's just, you know, getting old. I, I don't know. Obviously never been in the situation. But, um, I mean, do it, uh, we're going to keep hitting him fourth, right? I mean, they're, we're going to extend him the professional courtesy of letting him end his yeah. career there. Like, I, I think so. We have a few months left. Everybody knows that this is his swan song. This is his victory lap, so to speak. Um, well, well done. Yeah, thank you. Um, but he's not helping the team. I don't begrudge the club for running him out there, but he's not doing anybody any favors by being there. No. And it doesn't matter where in the lineup you put him. He's going to clog up the base paths. He's going <laughs> to hit into double plays like that is kind of his lot in life at this point is to be yeah. just just that. We have three, maybe four good hitters and everybody else. It's been rough. So. OK, let's move on. Um, so I have a choice of this is a pick your own adventure. Uh, do you want to talk Michael Fulmer and possible trade talks or do you want to <laughs> talk about the Mariner sleeveless jerseys and my Wrigley tour from this weekend? All right, let's let, let's get busy with the sleeveless. Okay, so I don't know if any if you guys saw this. You if you're on Twitter, you couldn't have not seen this. Um, it was like a jerseys from the future night at yeah. Safeco. You were too young to remember the original turn ahead the clock, weren't you? Do you remember? You, oh yeah, you're way too young for this. So uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was on the team. So this has to be early '90s, maybe. They had turn ahead the clock night. So instead of getting throwback jerseys, you would have throw ahead jerseys. And they kind of took the they took the shackles off the design for these. And um, so Seattle, the Royals, I think they're oh, the Rays. There's a couple of there's one other team there's and they play this. And so, yeah. So Griffey wore his hat backwards. They're just kind of not sleeveless, just doing whatever they want. So I think this is kind of a an homage, a a resuscitation of the original turn ahead the clock jerseys. You have to look up the Royals one. They were like yellow. It was insane. So how did you how did you feel about it? just like from a strictly 2018 perspective? Why the frick not? Yeah, it's fun. They're so bad. Like, they're so bad that they're awesome. Like, you can't help but look at them. I don't want to see this, like, every Sunday, like like the White Sox or anything like that. But do I want to see this every now and again? Yeah, sure. I thought it was, like, whoa. You know, Ben Gamble, put put those guns away. Well, like, D. Gordon is out there sleeveless and, like, oh, D. Gordon, he's a little dude. He's out there. Nope. He's freaking ripped. They all like, are. All these guys are jacked. Yeah, they are. Like, Nobody notices it because they're wearing pajamas all yeah, the time. Please keep shirts on so the rest of us don't feel so bad about ourselves. Well, you see these NBA guys and you see they're not wearing caps. So you see, you see their faces. You see their physique, you know, and football and baseball to some extent has the same problem. Like you're not you don't have. I'm going to regret this. You're not having an intimate experience with the player on the field, right? Because they're kind of uh, they're covered, they're masked, they're covered. Do you think that's part of baseball's marketing problem? At least to a certain extent. Except for that's always been the case, and it hasn't had it in the past. I I don't know. I'm. I feel like that's a baseball's marketing problem is something that we can spend an entire show on. Let's not do that. It baseball feels stodgy, and so events like this are fun 
and it's okay to have a little fun. It's like in the World Baseball Classic when you have the Dominicans running around with a plantain. It's like, oh, this look at they're they're having fun. Is that allowed? Is that, is that a different sport they're playing? These people are enjoying themselves. Whoa! <laughs> you sound like uh, what's what's the British nanny from that one movie? Uh, Mary Poppins. You sound like Mary Poppins. I am practically perfect in every way. Um, so also, uh, I went down for baseball weekend with with my friend in Chicago. We hit the set, or guaranteed rate field twice, um, but we we did a Wrigley tour on Sunday morning. And have you done the Wrigley tour? Have you been to Wrigley? I have not done the tour. I have been to Wrigley. Yes. So I've done a couple of stadium tours. The Wrigley tour was incredible. So you start mm-hmm. kind of in the in the lower bowl, then you sure. go out to the bleachers. Um, sure. Let's see. We went down onto the field. You got to like take pictures with the ivy. Um, you weren't supposed to touch the ivy, but y- you know I did. Um, I, was, I was hoping it wasn't like poison ivy because that obviously would have come back to bite me. It was just regular ivy, apparently. Um, you went up to the uh, let's see, up to the uh, press box. You went to sure. the visitors dugout, uh, or not visitors dugout, the visitors um, clubhouse. clubhouse, and the Cubs dugout it was like there was almost nothing in the stadium that you didn't see that i wanted to i was now, i was super pumped when i was there they were they were constructing they were kind of building kind of finishing up is it true that like you go into the the dugout and then you, like you have a fairly long walk because they built this new clubhouse is that true it was a fairly long walk yeah definitely yeah because i think it's like like through the it's like a like across the it's like out of the stadium like you have to go under yeah I'm not, there's like a whole separate section i'm not whatever. exactly sure where where it takes you because it's all under it's a labyrinth under stuff yeah. yeah but it it was noticeable yeah but they had the the um like kind of mats that you step on so i'm assuming that's like prevent people from slipping in their cleats which seems like a good idea smart smart yeah. safety first <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, are you ready to move on to your power or to your beef of the week? Beef of the week. Um, wouldn't you say that we live in a technolo- technologically advanced age? Would I, you say that, Jordan? I would say that, yes. I, I pick up my cellular telephone, and I can get any piece of information I want in the world. We have cars that can you know, keep their own speed. They sense things. There's advanced safety measures around the house. You know, we have smart thermostats, you know, we have all fanciness. You know, what hasn't advanced much at all? What? Laundry, laundry. 
constantly doing laundry. What do you have to do? You you sort it by hand. You put it in the machine. You put the soap. Then what do you have to do? You wait till the timer goes. Don't wait too long. It's going to get stink, stinky because if you have one of these front load laundry things, like you can't, it gets you know musty. So you got to get the timing right. You put it in the thing. Then you put it in the dryer, new timer. Then you got to pull. And then not even half the work's done. You got to, you got to fold it and then you got to put it away. Like what is with laundry that it is so labor intensive? If nothing else, give me a washing machine on top of a dryer and let me just you let, realize put a that big, that's a thing, right? Like they do. Put have a, no, yeah, I, I know what a stack <laughs> is, yeah. but give me a giant bin on top and I, you just put the dirty laundry in this giant hamper on top then boom automate washes it boom drops into the dryer and then he spits it out dry clothes clean clothes at the at the end i mean if you're if you're making all of this stuff up you might as well have them fold it too why not why is it it's impossible to have a machine that folds your clothes maybe maybe no machine out there wants to fold your underwear my underwear is beautiful <laughs> let me tell you it's privileged, but no. In my in my parents, my underwear is happy to be my underwear. My parents have a have a fifth wheel, which is a type of RV for for those who don't know. They have a washer dryer combo that it'll wash Stack. it, and then in this no, it's all the same machine. It's like specifically really? made for RVs. Like it's very small. You can't fit more than like a couple t shirts and a couple pair of underwear in there. But it gets the job Man. done apparently. That thing must be going nonstop if you're visiting, since you can't wear a pair of jeans more than once. I don't visit. I have my a washer in my house. That's where I wash my jeans every time I wear them. Did yeah, they see, won't let you the come. If you have such a dedication to wearing clean clothes as I do, like I take my laundry very seriously. Like that's not something that I mess around with. So heavens. So that's my beef. Like, why is laundry so hard? Give me a machine that like helps do better with the laundry. That's beef of the week. I got to be honest, a lot of times when you, you rant like an old man on Beef of the Week, I think, ah, oh, dude, he's so old. This one, I actually kind of agree with. Thank you. Like, we're going into space. We're Are going we, to the moon. Well, we used to. Did we, though? I feel like all the advancement in laundry technology went from, like, washboard to washing machine. That wasn't that long ago. And they're like, and all right, we're good here. Leap. And, yeah, and then we just stopped. Like, whoop. Oh good enough guess we guess we figured that out no you didn't you didn't figure that out laundry inventors boom okay now i think i'm done okay um so things i saw on the side of the road while running i have a bit of an interesting story from this week um so as you know it has been hot as balls in traverse city um it hits everywhere. Hit, oh everywhere i'm I'm completely unconcerned with the rest of the world other than where I'm at. So um, what, what happens to you guys down there, I'm, I'm unaware of. But it has been hot. Um, but obviously, you know, the running doesn't stop. You got you to keep going. But this week, um, I saw a single stalk of celery on the side of the road. Like, you know how you, you get the, the, sure. big, yep. the big stalk and you, like, pull off one <laughs> thing? Like, one of them. Like, I don't sure. understand, um, you know, because a lot of times, like – how I view how things got to the side of the road is like either somebody chucked them out the window or they fell off a car or, or whatever. Like it wasn't the whole thing. It was just one, like somebody specifically took that off of their big stock of celery and thought, Nope, I don't want this one and chucked it maybe, out the window. Yeah. Maybe they're on a diet. 
No, <laughs> celery is the best diet food out there. It's literally negative calories to eat. I learned about that in, in health class. Like yeah, it burns like a, more calories to eat it than it is to to eat it or whatever. That's an urban legend. No, it's not. That is science. It is to an urban legend. Your health teacher is full of bull. Yeah, whatever. No food is there. So anyway, no um, if you were the one that threw <laughs> celery on the side of the road uh, in Traverse City, I would love to know what the rest of the story is there. You know why somebody threw away one stalk of celery? Please enlighten me. Because they had one stalk of celery. And the only solution is to throw that crap away. So if you don't have a full meal of celery, you're just going to throw it away? If I have any amount of celery, I'm throwing it away. Not, not I'm a, throwing it on the side of the road. Not a celery fan? Well, no. It, no. What am I just going to eat? Insulation? I don't want the cellulose. I don't want plant fibers. I might as well eat some grass like a cow. I, I, eat, rabbit I eat carrots and celery dipped in hummus. That's my lunch every day. Carrots are fine. Carrots are a food. Celery is just trash. All right, let's move don't on. Don't give me the ants on a log shenanigans. I would either. never Nobody do that. Your... Don't don't give me wrong. Uh, what are the what are the ants? Are those raisins? Yeah, raisins, raisins are garbage. I don't want to hear any it, of that nature's candy. They're better than celery? They, they're not. In the list celery of Celery tastes like plant. On the list of worst foods, it goes raisins, steak, Nutella or hazelnut it's just in general those are the bottom three that's your the, that's your meme your meme right there that's the bottom three hello this is eric's mom and you're listening to the podcast Yanos. your right. ideas are bad <laughs> all right let's move on to twitter questions um we have several that came in this week if you want to get in touch for the questions i am at jordan hall 23 eric is at comeric eric and the show is at podcastianos typically the day of eric will send out a tweet that says give us your questions so we can answer them look, look. usually i try i try to make it fun I, i'm trying to spruce it up a little yeah all right let's get into it um <laughs> Curb at Kerba one one two three asked, which Kerba. current Tigers minor leaguer would you be most irritated with seeing called up and having a year of service time burned on this trash team? That's a bit aggressive. All right, let me tell you something about burning up service time. Don't worry about it, ever. Don't no. Don't worry your pretty little head about early service time. Maybe one or two of the most stud players uh, could be worried about that. But otherwise, no, don't worry. They go back and forth. No, it's yeah. you're too worried about it. Just between you and me, we don't have any Chris Bryans or Ronald Acuna's Crap. in our minor league system. Exactly. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Holler at Nicholas Holler asks us, uh, is it coincidence that our last two wins came as a result of our boy Blaine Hardy pitching in the game? And you can make that three because he got this save tonight or today. Man, we're front row Blaniacs, and yeah, there's no reason to get off the Blaine train. Uh, it's it's steam and strong. It man. is speeding up, if anything. Yeah, uh, get get on the Blaine train while you can. Speaking of, I just started uh, MLB the show. Uh, I just just bought a PS4. Finally, finally in the game. Ooh, anyway, I started a, P or a MLB the show franchise. Got Blaine penciled in as my number three starter. No big deal. Solid. Verhagen obviously is, is my closer. So I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Um, going back to Can Kurt. we say something about Nikki Hardy online? So Nikki is Blaine's wife. And she is unlike any other baseball wife that I'm accustomed to. She's better. Because she, she she's out there. Yep. She, she's doing her thing. And she does not care. Which is a little 
crazy, but also refreshing. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it gives like, it gives you an insight into the lives of players. Like they're not I'm just so... baseball robots. Like there are thoughts and feelings that go into them, and that's something that I feel like makes us better rounded fans realizing that because it's fairly easy to see them as TV characters. I mean, for lack of a better phrasing. I'm surprised there's not more significant others just kind of out there saying and doing whatever they want. Brandon McCarthy's wife is really – do you follow her on uh, on Twitter? She's, follow, she's pretty interesting. McCarthy, but... She's not um, – I wouldn't say that she's like actively involved in her husband's career, but she is very persona Her own self. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, going back to Kerba, he asks us, uh, best anthem at the World Cup. Like, I'm assuming this is best World Cup anthems. Right. Um, I like the ones that I'm familiar with that I could kind of like sing along. So England, which is, you know, if you if you listen to England's anthem, forget God Save the Queen. Just sing My Country Tis of Thee and you 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 co-opt it for America. I That's thought, how you do I thought we were talking about specific World Cup anthems like the uh, Ricky Martin like song seven, back in the seven day. Seven Nation Anthem. No, like the, there's there's a Will Smith song that's the anthem for this year's tournament. The uh, oh. the Canon, Canon, yeah, waving flag that. one. That With is the waving flag. Da, da, yeah, that, da, that is one of the top, probably top ten songs ever ever created, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. No, I doesn't he not mean like national anthem? He, he probably does, but that is how <laughs> I took the question. Um, so, uh, right. so John Fine too asks us: Are the Tigers hitters afraid of getting on base? Uh, then you got to do more running. You know, you expose yourself to embarrassment. I mean, if you have to slide or to something. To be fair, on occasion, I think like that at, so- at slow pitch softball. Yeah, like I, I played softball tonight and I, I got on and I was like, okay, now what? Yeah. What do I do now? Runner, runner. Unfortunately, I'm one of the, the younger guys on the team, so that's not generally an option afforded to me. <laughs> also, also I, I run a decent amount, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's get a hand. At tweets about MLB, um, I, I <laughs> like that. I like that name. What do you do? Tweets about MLB. What is, what is your count all about? Um, if we had a relegation system and the Tigers came in last and were demoted to the uh, in- International League and the Mudhens won the IL and were promoted uh, to the American League, would you be Toledo fans or Tigers fans? Oh, Toledo for sure. Really? Because they're the major league club. Yeah. So, so you're sure. assuming that the roles would just reverse, like the the Tigers would promote their players to the to the Mudhens. Yeah, that's why we don't have relegation and promotion because they're affiliated. And honestly, the the Mudhens branding is better than the Tigers branding anyway. Like, I feel like that that might just be they're a almost, win. The club is almost as old, isn't it? Oh yeah, I, I, it's I not so. all with us, but it is very very old. Right. I want to say it used to be the twins. Is that is that correct? Uh, we'll get our research people on that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> get get all of them on that. No. Uh, at Tigers underscore opinions, odds that the Tigers could somehow land LeBron in four years when he's done with the Lakers. Did the, would you say that the Tigers would land LeBron? It's a joke. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't actually I think know. he thinks that we're going to get LeBron. Oh. Okay, what Major League Baseball player do you think that right now LeBron would come in and be better than? Ugh. Um, because uh, LeBron's toolsy, he, right? He's he got is. the physique. And as good as he is at basketball, I, I won't, be, I can't believe that he doesn't have incredible hand-eye coordination, bats ball skills. Like you know, obviously it would sure. take some refinement, but let's let's take. Could, go ahead. Could he play? Could he play Michael Jordan? 
level baseball when he played baseball. I mean, baseball playing hat? for Get double this guy a, a tennis racket. Do you understand that <laughs> reference? It's it's from Space Jam. Uh, Jim Jim Rome is ah, on yes. the yeah, but he and Tim T- and Tim Tebow's at double A doing not terrible. Like eh. Look, he, eh. he's not he's good, but he's not doing. No, I mean, he's not embarrassing himself. Yeah, I feel like that's that's the bar. Um, he, I don't know why I took us down this route. LeBron would do fine in Major League Baseball. Um, at Tiger underscore Lifer um, says, was Jordan inconsolable the night that Verhagen broke his nose? I feel like, first of all, first of all, that's very rude. Um, but I feel like this is one that is kind of like the, you know, like in TV shows when you kind of hear the glass shattering when the illusion is broken. Like, dude missed the catch and took it square off his face. Like, this is the point in time where I need to just let this one go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're gonna, yeah. You're going to have to get off the tr- the Drew wagon. Yeah. I think. But Sorry. I I will never stop believing in this stuff. I've just stopped yep. believing that the application will ever come while in a Tigers uniform. And I, I'm obviously heart, still yeah. still rooting for the dude. Seems like a great dude. Yeah. The uh, heart wants what the heart wants. Exactly. And maybe you, being on my Tigers team is what will help him put it together in real life. Obviously. Obviously. Um, uh, at JGoBlue80, Jason Moore asked, will the Tigers win again this year? And he actually asked this before the game today went final. So, Jason... Yes. Yes. They will. Will they win again? Eh, we'll see. Yes. Probably probably oh, next time Blaine starts, or at least pitches. It, it, this kind of strikes me as the joke of, like, breaking. Tigers win a game. Like, okay, yeah, I get it, but they were going to. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Troya, <laughs> uh, seemingly the only Troya that got in touch this week, asks us, is Nick our all-star representative? Who else do you think should get consideration? Uh, comma Joe Jimenez question mark. Uh, it uh, depends on team composition. Nick deserves it the yeah. most. Nick, to me. Nick is clearly our best player at this point. Oh, for sure. Um, who would be second? I mean, Joe clearly is Joe. in that conversation. Um, ugh, the next best player after that is maybe Cand. The best next best hitter after that is Candelario. Yeah, and then Martin. Iggy has been over the last what month has been among our best players, been, but he yeah. was so bad before that. Clearly, that you know disqualifies him. Right. And I think there is a non-jokey outside shot that Blaine could be our. I mean, he's clearly not going to be, but um, I mean, he's got a better case than many, many that have been up the whole year. All right. Um, uh, Robin Runyon at Atomic Pixie asks us, will a Tiger hmm. be traded during a game this year? I do find that fascinating. I will not forget the time that Austin Jackson was was uh, summoned in. From the outfield. From the yeah. outfield, yeah. It makes for, makes for a touching moment, doesn't it? I mean, you get, get the hugs. You yeah, know, get you get a little emotion going. going. I feel yeah, like a little, maybe a little too into that. But, yeah, I, it's it's something. Yeah, so we'll 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 have more time to talk about who's leaving in the next couple of weeks. I would think. Uh, yeah, um, David Cook at David Cook nineteen fifty nine. Speaking of that, uh, what are our top trade pieces worth? A top twenty prospect, top thirty, no. top forty. No, none no. of our guys are gonna are gonna bring back a top one hundred prospect. I wouldn't think. Well, help us. Let's get some perspective together. I mean, Candelario was like in the nineties. If I'm recalling right, he was at the very edge of the. Um, so, 
Yeah, you know, and we packaged two guys. We packaged Avila and Justin Wilson to get a top hundred guy. I mean, um, help me, help me out. Uh, the 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 pitcher Franklin Perez, he was a top hundred guy. Yeah, he was probably top fifty, but we top gave up fifty. But we gave up Possibly. the best the best player of a of a generation, yeah. and we got a top fifty guy. So to get a top, you know, the baseball teams are getting smarter about not getting giving away these real high end guys because they want to save money. And yeah. I feel like strategy. If we are going to get a, an upper tier guy like that, it is going to be trading Michael Fulmer. And quite frankly, I don't know that he even carries that weight either. No. No. I feel like, I, for whatever reason, I feel like the name that he's been linked with so much, and it's clearly just by Tiger Switter, is Gleber Torres. They are not trading us Gleber Torres for a guy who's been good but by no stretch an ace this year. Like, right. Gleber Torres is young and incredible. They don't just give away guys like that. And not saying that, yeah. not saying the former oh. would be giving him away, but... I think you're referencing our boy Tokars. Tokars was like, yeah, don't trade him unless you could get Torres. And I kind of agree with him, but then that means we're not going to get him. So right, maybe yeah. don't trade him, which yeah, exactly. I'm very comfortable he's, with. I mean, I, I had this down when I was you know, talking about the Fulmer whispers. I definitely think that he's more valuable to us than he is as a trade piece right now. And that's not yep. to say he he will still be you know, this time next year, but for right now he is. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll have an all-trade podcast maybe next week or the week after sure. yeah maybe kind of lead in lead up to the deadline we'll, we'll look yeah. at a calendar we're capable of that um yeah, last adults. one dropkick hoonigan this one's more for you i'm hoping because i don't have any knowledge on the subject <laughs> after a 23 year absence i'm visiting kalamazoo for a family reunion in july what's a good getaway for me when the old far uh old folks start driving me bonkers yeah, you gotta you gotta plan this a little bit, right? You have a long family day, and you got some old people. I mean, the first option is drinking, just just drink a lot. Okay, I'm not advocating that, but that is an option. Um, thing two is you gotta pre-plan some kind of activity during the day. Okay, like if you know you're gonna be there the whole day, you're gonna say, um, "Oh, at two o'clock, we're going to." Uh, go bowling or we're going to go and uh, golf with the the men are going to go golfing or, you know, we're going to go and go out for ice cream or something like you got to get it in Battle early Creek zoo. Battle Creek yeah. zoo. That's a yeah. good one. So whatever your family's tradition is like, but you got to get it on the, the docket early because otherwise it feels rude. Like, oh, they're just leaving. I mean, you got to you got to introduce this. And that's the strategy because you can know a whole day with extended family is, is not, is never good. No. Yeah. You need to break it up. Yeah. Um, I can't say I know a whole lot about Kalamazoo though. If just specifically Kalamazoo, if we're being honest. Yeah. Go to Bell's. Bell's? Yeah, it, they, they make beer. Oh, they are a beer maker. Okay. Uh, that's enough questions. And by that, I mean that's all the questions. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. Uh, I am on Twitter at JordanHall23. Eric is on Twitter at Comeric Eric. And the show is at Podcastianos. Uh, Instagram, Jordino4. Facebook.com backslash Podcastianos. And we'd love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. That is how we raise up the charts and make the Spotify money. 
Uh, Eric, do you have anything else to say to the people before we get out of here for the week? I don't know. Do, do you feel like we should talk about the, the big podcast meetup? We should at least oh, give yeah. some love to yeah, those guys. Yeah, that was guys so, so long ago. I, I kind of forgot fun. about that. Yep. Yeah, go for it. Well, uh, so Roger and Chris helped set this up along with our friend Hookslide. Then Emily was there, and uh, we had a, we just had a good time at the ballpark. They had a, a podcast set up. You can find this. We'll tweet it out. Let's tweet out the link where you can hear us interacting with um, some of the Whitecaps folks. Uh, Max Green was on. He was he was uh, good. Yeah. Yep. Jorge Cordova was on, who's very good. Emily's got a real neat piece about him online. Um, the the Whitecaps uh, backup play-by-play guy, whose name escapes me. Um, I want to say and- Max. No, Max is Max Green. Max Green. <laughs> um, Rob? I think it was Rob. Sure. Anyway, the, the Whitecaps have treated us real nice, and we just had a nice day. Got to go on the uh, scoreboard, kind of which was awesome. Yeah, we got to go on the scoreboard. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was the last time that we that we really had talked. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just some love going on to that. So give it a listen. Yeah, it was it was interesting. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was nice to, nice to meet everybody. Um, kind of, I don't know, in the podcast world, there aren't a ton of us, so it's nice to get to know the – the other yeah. the other fellas and whatnot. It's always nice to see Emily and yeah, it was yeah, it was a like lot of fun. zero competition because either you're a podcast listener person or you're not. So it's like whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't in any way. This feel... isn't like a news team fights, you know, like on <laughs> whatever that movie is. Uh, Anchorman, come on, Thank you, yeah. come on. Um, I need reference. That's that's true. Um, but that means... you do because movies are. They're they're too long. Yeah, Anchor Anchorman's a little bit different. I've sat through pretty much all the Will Ferrell movies, which probably says a lot about me. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, with that being said, we will catch you guys next week. And eat 'em up, Tigers. Eat 'em up. Goodbye. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.